Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Tis the season to get glammy. I'm nominated for two 2023 Glam Awards for Best Podcast and Best Writer Blogger, and I need your help to win. Once again, both categories are in the People's Choice voting, so the public will determine who wins. All you need to do is go to GlamAwards.net, click the tab for People's Choice, and vote. You might only be allowed to use your email once, so you better tell all your friends, family, enemies, hell, even tell that dancing diva at the bar, the cutie slinging the drinks, and the DJ spinning the tracks. And I repeat, tell everyone. Oh, and while you're at it, visit my Instagram and click the link tree to find out how you can support the pod by donating or buying merch. Now, what you're about to listen to is an episode that I've been holding on to for a while. Why is it only being released now? Well, Daddy was busy! A lot has happened since this interview was conducted, so be sure to follow this bitch to fill in the blanks. And as always, follow me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk on Twitter slash X at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. She's taken nightlife by storm with her hilarity on stage and on social media. It's Miss Ma'am She. How are you? Hello. I'm very good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm very, very excited to have you because, like I said, you have kind of blown up in a way that um, not many people in New York nightlife are able to do. Oh, my God. Thank you. Um, oh, my God. You know... <laughs> When you're out here, you're out here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm 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 a pretty silly person, and being silly pays off. I'll I'll admit it. <laughs> Absolutely. Now we we cross paths a little bit um, at DragCon LA. I know I was probably a douche and asshole, and I was out of my mind because that was a crazy, crazy time. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a couple minutes since the senior. Oh my god! Honestly, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely honest with you. When I was at Dragon LA, I was very drunk, like most mm-hmm. of the time there. Like I would wait until like maybe like 1 32 o'clock and be like, let me get that House of Love cocktail. Let me get I felt like I was at like the home. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd get a house of love cocktail to loosen the bones. Mm-hmm. And like I'd probably and then I would talk with someone and then be like, you know what, let's go on our rounds. And we'd just walk around the same things and be like, wow, this is we need another cocktail, you know? Literally. I, I So I was going to do this whole thing for the podcast when I was uh, in at DragCon and I'd do like a House of Love taste test. Um, me and one of my friends got through the first one and we said, nope, we're done. These are terrible. Oh, well, actually, really? I don't remember which one it was, but whatever we had, we're like, no, it tastes so bad. And we were like, we can't do it. We can't do it. Well, you know, I think there was one flavor that like, people were not buying i think like mm-hmm. did they have i think there was a strawberry or a watermelon flavor like that i think the- that's what it what we started off with it was definitely a flavor that i should like but whatever it was it was just not the tea oh baby i was i was down in that like i was like all right cheers cheers um, i mean to be fair if there were free samples i would take them but um oh no ex- exactly exactly like you know baby 
listen, when you're so good, I don't know, like being at DragCon, I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to be here all day. Uh, I was there to also, I was there to help out because uh, I, I didn't, I wasn't just like flew out to LA just to right, right, right. be there. I was helping out my friend, Acacia Forgot's um, booth, Forgot's Locks. Mm-hmm. Big deal, big deal. Okay, okay. We love. Um, And then like, she was just like, all right, like, you know, if at any point you want to just go walk around and see anything. And I was like, let me get, let me have a drink first. You know what I mean? <laughs> first, before I, you know, walk around and run into people I know, you know? Right. Like, well, let's talk about you a little bit and, and learn everything there is to know about Miss Mamshi. And we're going to start from the beginning. It's always how we start here. Where are you from? I'm from Queens, New York. Oh, we love it. What what part of Queens? I am from Flushing, but like at the very end of Flushing, like mm-hmm. goes into like two other neighborhoods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But native New Yorker. Okay. A lot of people think I'm from Brooklyn, which is really funny. Um, which um I have not helped that narrative being a Brooklyn diva. Right. What was life like growing up in Flushing? Because most people know Flushing through the nanny. Yeah, you know, and like, it was cute. It was, like I said, like I was, I'm like at the very, like I kid you not, like two blocks like away from my house, you're in another like technical area of Queens. Mm-hmm. So like, I I wasn't like deep in Flushing. Like sure. I, I was still like, I'm still in it and close. Um, It was fine. It was fab. I I liked it. I mean, it because it was like I was further out enough where like I could just, you know, walk around and like you know do a thing. It's like nice and a bit quiet, but at the same time, like personally, like I love that like I can like walk to something twenty four hours or like you know, right. I could, you know, if I'm bored at like you know. I don't know, like two in the morning, I could be like, you know, I'm going to walk around, you know? Absolutely. Now, obviously New York is known for the arts and having so much to expose yourself around. Were you someone who was big into theater or museums and any of that kind of stuff being so close to it all? So honestly, I was, I not really museums. Like I'll be so real. Like I tried to be one of those girlies. Like, you know, I watched Gossip Girl. It's like, let me Mm -hmm. go, let me go, let me go look at the art. That did nothing for me. Um, it was free, but right. I was like, well, this is boring. And traveling from Queens, I mean, I still like going to museums today. Okay. Um, but traveling from Queens, it'd be like, well, I have to take like two trains and then walk a bunch. And you know what? Um, that is not the tea, but mm-hmm. I love theater. Um, I like in high school, I before because I did I did perform in high school. But I wasn't a theater kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, because uh, there, there was like a whole theater group in our school. Oh, absolutely. But I was just like, I, I just didn't mesh with those people like really well. Because like, I don't know, you know, like theater kids. You know what I mean? Like, you know. You know oh, I know. I was a theater kid. I hated myself for it. Like, it was like I was in school with like kids who like, um, like I knew this one kid and his whole thing was that like, you know, he it was like, I'm quirky. Everyone's gonna know, like, I'm quirky. And I'm like, what am I casting for a show right now? And like, I remember one time we went on a school trip and he bought, he packed a ukulele with him. 
And he was like, well, I was like, well, what is this for? And he was like, well, at the end of the day, you know, I like to, I like to invite everyone over to my room and I like to play a song about the day. And I was like, maybe, maybe I'm not a good, you know, maybe this isn't for me. Um, yeah. I just love performing and, but I actually, to be completely honest, I really loved doing tech. Like I was like, I like tapped into like performing a bit. I was like, okay, I like this. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do tech. Like I, yeah. I became a stage manager. I became like assistant director for like um, my senior year for like the, I think it was stage manager for the play. And in the spring for the musical, I was the assistant director. Oh, nice. Um, I loved it. I loved it. I, I don't know, like sometimes I like doing like organizational stuff. You know what I mean? It just feels like, okay, I have a check. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's my trajectory as well. I was not a performer in at all ever. Uh, but in high school, I was the stage manager and I got my degree in stage management. So that's like my entire background is knowing the backside of theater. And I love it. And no, and I, I live for, I feel like, cause like I even like, studied it a bit like in college too and um I you know I feel like knowing how to run things is like especially for like you know drag and stuff right I feel Absolutely. like only random things I didn't realize I needed from like doing behind the scenes work that have really helped me out Absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I, like, I produced a couple shows, I produced a couple competitions. If I didn't have my stage management brain and my theater background, they would not have been the success that they were. You need to know how everything works, especially in a new frontier like drag. Um, there are things that having those skills really, really can help pay off. I mean, I think some of the most successful drag artists in New York are the ones who have at least a little bit of theater in their background exactly exactly listen I was like when I came to the conclusion like I liked performing and and you know what I think we both know like where I ended up okay um um I was like okay like I like performing but I'm not meshing with or and I'm not like judging to be a a theater kid to perform in a way and so like I let it go for a while um I didn't even like think about doing drag. I was just like, oh, maybe. Well, maybe. let's talk about that. When did drag enter your life? Oh, so um, drag. Okay, so this is very. This is a. I'm, I don't want to say a long story, but sometimes you know, as as you can tell, I get a bit long winded. I sometimes I'm here for it. I, I, like, um, so I will try to remain on track. As as like I will. Um. Uh, so basically, um. I started drag very randomly and it wasn't even in my, it was never um, my intention to do drag and to do it at this, um, this level. But um, so basically when I was in college, my, one of my best friends, uh, you may know her, um, Iodine Quartz, Mm -hmm. the, the performers of Brooklyn, New York. Yes, I will say that. Okay, okay. And y'all cannot debate it. So we were we were friends before either of us started doing drag. And I remember um she was like, oh, I'm gonna start doing drag. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. That's so kooky crazy. Like you know, give it and live it, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, so when she started, 
we would have this like weekly, like it ended up becoming a weekly tradition, like randomly, where she used to do the Ritz open call every Friday. Sure. I used to go and support her and we would like go and we'd hang out. I'd watch her perform. And then right after we'd go to Mickey Spillaney's mm-hmm. and we'd have like a, like a nightcap. Like I'd, I'd have my little uh, vodka Red Bull and she'd have her um, apple martini. Cute. And doing this for like a few months, like, and it was just like a, I don't know why it was just like naturally like, oh, girl, I'll see you Friday. Like we'll, we'll reconvene Friday after, after the show, after the competition, baby. And um, so after, so like there was just this one night where like we stayed a bit longer, you know, we were drinking, like really feeling our, really feeling ourselves, feeling our emotions and just talking about life and everything and how silly life is. And she was like, honestly, like, I kind of want to put you like in makeup one of these days. And I was just like, oh my God, like I'd be so down, like, you know, you know, a day to hang out. And like, I, I, I'd never really worn makeup before that. So I was like, okay, like I live for it. So then, you know, that got put on ice. Like, that was just a thought in the air, right? And then, like, two months after that, we were hanging out, and she's like, let's do it. And I was like, okay. So I stayed over. Like, I got there at, like, let's say, like, 6.30 or 7 o'clock, and I stayed until 3 in the morning. Oh, wow. Like, slowly, she's, like, slowly putting this mug on me, and then we'd stop, laugh about something, keep going, all this. So, like, 3 in the morning comes, and she's, like, and she, like, puts this mug on me. And I loved it. I loved it. Like, if you ask her, she'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry I put that mug on her. No, I lived for it. It was, it was soft, but like, mind you, she was still baby queen. Still looks blended. Mm. Um, but, you know, a, you know, I'm still a bit campy. I, no, but like, I lived for it. And then she like, let me, she had um, this Madeline unit and she like, slap this on. So I slapped it on and looked in the mirror. I was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> It's the wig. It's always the wig. That's what sold it to me. Because it was like, I wasn't just wearing like, um, I don't know, like CVS hair or something, Party City hair. Like, I was like, okay, like I'm in a unit right now. And this yeah. is this big, like cotton candy, like blue. And I was like, oh my God. And I was just walking around and I was like, oh wow. Like, you know, and then she's like, you know, you should be my drag daughter. Well, you want to be my drag daughter? And I was like, and I'm thinking like, I'm like, you know what? Sure. Let's, 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 let's go out here and like be silly and like run around Brooklyn. And then, so, you know, I kept like pushing it back. Like, oh, when am I going to make my debut, my debut? And then one night we were like joking and this is before the pandemic. This is like summer. Yeah. I did not preface when this was. This could have been in 1776. And- <laughs> No one would know when Mickey Spoloni's was the first, you know, um, business they opened when they, right. um, which was in 1776, which is before that. I know my history. Um, so we were, um, so we were t- talking one day and, um, we were like, oh my God, like what wouldn't be so funny if there was like a vine show, like a show that like is about memes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, oh, I kind of want to pitch that to a random bar. And she did. And she pitched it to this bar called Father Knows Best. And she's like, okay, I like pitched this show randomly to Father Knows Best. And they said they'll do it. So she's like, so now we have a show. And I said, we? And she said, yup. So <laughs> my drag debut was co-hosting the show with her. 
<laughs> um, which on it was August. Oh my god, I want to say like twenty fifth. I think that's I think that's my actual drag, you know, emergence. And it sure. was when I tell you that, you know, that when you don't have one of those nights where it's like this is going in like the vault, like the memory right, vault. Right, right, right. It's the most like random night and like the stakes are low, but you're like, the vibes are right. Right. Because you know I mean? we had, um, oh my God, we the guests, you're going to gag. The guests were Bermuda, mm-hmm. Mother Teresa. Hey, okay, all right. And um, she no longer performs, but... Um, uh siren mm-hmm. um i know there's another siren now but this is a different one and we were at this random like hipster definitely like or like you know the straight queer crowd like oh yes it's like you know what like i'll dress a little fruity like that was their bar <laughs> here on this small ass stage mind you i did my own makeup for the first time baby i didn't even own some forgot to buy it I was like, God, in August, in August, I think you know what this is like, in August. So I didn't even perform. I was just dressed up and I was just on the mic, baby, from the jump I was hosting. Like, probably not best. Are we having a good time tonight? You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was, you know, that's where I got my certain drag. And then like, after that, I, um, I only did drag for like, cause, cause like they'd let us do it every month. So I did it like three times. So like, I, so before the pandemic hit, I was really slow with doing drag because I was like, oh, like it's a, it, like in my mind, it literally was a side thing. Like, sure. Get to it, you know, like, okay, like blah, blah, blah. I only did it like six times before the pandemic hit. And I was like, oh, God, damn. <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about the uh, life during the pandemic, but we got to know. I, I've, I've read the story. So I've seen and what it is but for the listeners who don't know what's the origin story of your drag name oh my god okay wow i actually haven't had that question in a minute um so my drag name comes from it was i i made it up out of frustration Mm -hmm. so basically um when i went to college right um, I started getting, you know, before I even got into like, you know, transness, whatever, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, I was just like living, you know, just, you know, very, I was, I've always been like a, like a very like toned down, mm-hmm. like going through life person, like, uh, like I'll wear neutral colors. I'll just be like, let me just, let me just slide. Sure. But so my voice is very particular, I'm told. And um, because of my voice, um, I used to get mistaken for like, you know, a woman a lot. And I never minded it. Like was this woman. I was like, I never minded it. And, um, but like when I got to college, it was happening a lot. And again, like, I never mind. Like, I really don't care. I'm like, if it's someone I'm never going to see again, I will gladly say, well, thank you. When they say, excuse me, miss. Like, well, thank you for holding the door, actually. Like, let's talk about it. So I, um, but I also like kind of like there are certain points where I didn't like it because if someone said that and then be like, oh, like, well, actually, you know, like at that point I was like, oh, like, I'm not like, there are these, there, I got two reactions from people. It was either someone being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Or it'd be like, 
anger. Like, what are you talking about? That's how I perceived you. Like, what, you know what I mean? So for like a safe, right. I used to tell, you know, I used to like for a hot minute, I used to be um like, okay, everyone, like, ha ha ha, like, let's use the right pronouns okay um and then one day I was with uh, a friend after class and you know she said she's like oh like you know her or something like to reference to me or or call me she or whatever I didn't think anything of it I was just like okay like but she like stopped me and was like oh my god I am so sorry I said that like you know this like a whole like a whole mini scene and then like people start turning and staring and then I'm there like please stop this <laughs> and then you know it's just I don't think people understand it it's like okay if you actually misgender someone like just like say you're sorry but do not right. make do not be like a big deal. Like in, in a, in a, in a random space, you don't know how people are going to react. You don't know how, like, so I was, I just got so mad. I got so mad and frustrated because I was like, I'm literally just trying to like leave this, this building. And, um, and you're like giving me this whole, this, you're, it's like, this person's not who they look, but you might think, you know what I mean? Right. 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 I got so mad. And I was like, just like, get out of my way. Like I'm so, full tea like I'm someone who I'm like if something's like frustrating me or something like that I just will be in this mode of like just just whatever will get you out of my way you know what I mean absolutely I just I stopped and I looked at her and I just said you know what it's fine why don't you call me miss and I literally held my fingers up I said miss ma'am she and then I went oh that would be <laughs> uh, I love I it that. and that was before I started doing it I just had that random, it was like an inside joke between me and like four people. So when I was like, be my drag daughter, I was like, well, girl, I got a name. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, it, it really is a name that stands out. Um, and obviously just the way the cadence of it is, you can compare it to Miss Vanjie and you will be able to do that. Miss Ma'am, she walk out every time you want. Oh my God. Yes. I've actually had that a few times where like I'll walk into a bar and I'll hear someone go, Miss ma'am she you know go oh okay okay i love it okay no photos please 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 <laughs> please please after now, how would you how <laughs> would you describe ma'am she in three words well definitely funny well, mm-hmm. i think absolutely i mean unless someone's imagine watching this back and you're like this bitch is not funny um, <laughs> like that'd be so fair like i'd say funny very femme mm-hmm. smart i love it i love it now how long does it take you to transform into mamshi nowadays trans no um <laughs> so it takes me about so with the makeup i can have the makeup on in an hour and 15 minutes mm-hmm. um and then if I'm like lazy, let's take me 20 minutes to put on the body. I'll be so real with you. I'll be sitting and I'll be like, all right, let me get this on. But you know what? No, actually, let me look at this video first. <laughs> right. Need to be ready. I can be in it all in less than two hours. Um, but like I like to, I'm the, I don't know. I'm the type of person where like when I'm getting ready for a gig, like if I've, if I've, if I can, like let's say the gig is at like nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Call to nine o'clock, right? 
I'll start getting ready. When, when I say start getting ready, like it'll be like five o'clock, 4.45. So I can like, cause like for me, it's like a whole process. Like I sit, look at my, my tools, question my sure. tools, you know, the, the, the makeup and everything, make sure everything's in place. Make sure the outfit I want is like right there. Like make sure the hips are right there. Like, you know, the hair is right there. Like, cause when I'm getting ready, and like, if I'm doing, taking my time more like, and I'm not just like, to, like zooming through it, I will forget something. And I sure. will be, and I'll be like, so who has, so let's, let's do some icebreakers. Who has eyelash glue? You know? Love it. Um, but yeah, so not long, honestly, not too compared to, you know, comparatively, like, I think like the time it takes probably everyone else. Now, after iodine painted your face and then you decide, okay, let's do the drag thing how else did you learn to um paint did you were you someone who used tutorials on youtube or were you like no no i'm doing it my way i'm doing trial and ever error and doing it how i want to do it it was a lot of both because in the beginning i was painting and i was like why the fuck do i look a little off do you know what i mean you know strokes you can't like legally look off like it's art absolutely like why do i look a bit off so like I kept practicing with it and then I was like because like my you know my drag mother had painted me and I'd be like wait everything's like sitting correctly what the fuck <laughs> I'd be like, god damn it um but it was it was a lot of trial and error um the thing I I kept the thing my mind was slipping I was not looking up tutorials for hooded eyes I have a I have hooded eyes and that was the biggest thing I was like why the fuck is my it's like uh apparently like my eyes are like the magic eraser it's gone (laughs) yes and so like I looked up maybe like one video of like this girl like randomly like with her hooded eyes putting on makeup and I just kind of remembered that and like as I would paint after that I'd be like okay you gotta go higher you gotta make sure you know you open your eyes fully and see where the makeup's landing you know and then slowly and surely like it was just trial and error and that's that's where I got you know that's where I get my mug from well I think that's really um a cool bit of advice for people who might be starting out and doing drag is I don't do drag but I I've been known sometimes for some digital gigs I was like okay let me put something on my face and I had a friend of mine for one of my digital gigs paint me and I was he was like yeah this is very hard you have hooded eyes I was like never knew that never would have clocked that um, cause I would, anytime I would try it on my own, I'd be so frustrated cause it just doesn't, it didn't work. It's exactly. It's just, especially with drag, right. You know, I mean, granted my personal drag is extremely soft. The makeup mm-hmm. I, the makeup I put on is very, very soft. Um, by choice. I, I, I honestly, sure. I, I live for it, but like when you look up these tutorials, like you know it's like you have to keep in mind like okay I've hooded eyes so like there may not be a drag hooded eye tutorial you know a hooded you know it's just I think that's the biggest thing that like I had to tell myself like as I was like doing this and like really doing this is that like you have to be um aware of like what you look like absolutely everything like that to like know how to shape your face like I have a round face I'm like mm-hmm. I'm gonna do the whole you know like you know really deep contour this and the third sure. like, just, you know I'm not gonna put my my contour 
you know, above a certain area, I'm going to drop it a bit lower and then bubble, you know, it's uh, like, literally it's like knowing, like, you just got to know yourself. Absolutely. It's time. Like it took me from, from the first time I started doing this, which was over three years ago to now it has, it has been a process to get my mug where it's at. Now, when COVID hit, you were still finding your footing, but you were in the groove. Did you do any digital events that really helped keep the spirit alive? Not at all. I, uh, I just, you know what it was? It just, it looked like too much work. Mm -hmm. did and I there I had a few ideas that I wanted to do for digital drag but I was like I don't have the space I don't have a camera for that and I'm like for me personally like I'm not saying you know I'm expecting myself to film perfection you know my god that's but I would I didn't want to put make a video right and then have it be terrible and then be like, but I'm doing it, but mm-hmm. it's digital drag, but it's, but it'd be terrible. So, you know, I was like, I, I thought that that's my, how my mind works. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Because I could, I saw, I was like watching what the girls were doing, the divas were doing to make their digital drag. And I was like, I could, I see like, because you could make some really cool digital drag. And I was like, yes. at this point, in this moment in time, I don't have the tools to do that. Um, I will sit in the shadows, practice my makeup and wait. I love that. Now, who were some of the other people that helped you out on your drag journey when you began? Oh my God. Okay. So there are definitely, so um, she no longer performs. Um, I, you may know, you may know her. Um, she was, she was a Brook, she was a Brooklyn, like one of the Brooklyn divas. Um, do you remember Lady? She used to go by Black Lady. Thanks, so, maybe. She used to carry like. She used to do like a lot of um. Not anime drag, but that was part of it. Um, but she really helped. She's uh, she's iodine drag mother. Oh, cool. She's my She was she was so helpful. Like to be honest with you, like when I was starting and everything and this and that, like she would just come up to me at random times and be like, let me give you some advice. Not like, you know, like about like, like my look or anything like that, but like, she'd be like, take it easy, take it slow. Like sure. she, uh, she, she would point me to the right people and um, all that. And um, so lady was a huge, a huge, uh, she, she told me who to avoid. She told me, cause that's the smartest thing you can learn. Absolutely. That's- uh, that was I'm gonna be completely honest with you that was when that was like the first things my drag mother taught me obviously you know you know a lot of divas you know, it's like the makeup and my drag mother was like do not do not work with this person make sure this that like was giving me business advice from the jump absolutely so I was lay um which is why I I which if a hundred percent contributes to how I'm doing now mm-hmm. because it was like well, this, it's fun and dandy, but you still need to know some, some business stuff so you don't get taken advantage of. Absolutely. That's, that's very important information. And, and, and I think a lot of young drag artists don't really realize that it's not all fun and games, that there is the business side, like you can't just show up, collect your coin and be like, like, that was fun. 
no, there, there, there's a business behind all of that. Exactly. Exactly. I, um, and like, so Lay really like she, and that's the thing, honestly, that's the thing I talk to whenever I talk to like babies and like baby queens. Let me not say the word babies, Jesus, with everything going on right now. Okay. Um, whenever I talk to baby queens and they ask me for advice, I'm like, know your business, like no business. Like I'm telling you, it will, it will, it will prevent you from being that girl who's like, well, I've been performing for this many years and I'm not getting gigs. I don't know why. You know what I mean? It's right. like, are you good with business? You know what I mean? Cause like the, as you grow, like, oh, we'll talk about it later. So, um, another huge person, another, like he, like someone who like, I literally like helped my career so much was mother Teresa. Mm-hmm. She, was like, I adore her. And it's because I met her before I started doing drag, you know, like randomly, like I went to support Iodine at a gig and she was there uh, photographing it at Dromedary. And mm-hmm. she, like from the jump we met, she was very lovely, you know, remembered me. And then like, when I, when I made my drag debut at that show and she was there, she was like, oh my God, like I'm living for this. Like, I love Teresa, like was always giving me advice. And she, that was around the time she started whole picks as well. She used to let me do the whole picks open set. That was another I thing that. I was doing um, at the vaults, maybe at the vaults. Okay. Right, I, rest in peace. At the vaults, you know? So I was like, so like the only times I do drag was at like Father Knows Best. And then mm-hmm. if I got if I got the slot at um Teresa's open set at the vault. And then when the pandemic was first lifting up and like they first, you know, like when you know you'd go to a show and it'd be like you have to sit at a certain table with dividers, all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Got back whole picks um for like the whole picks debut at three dollar bill, she booked me for it. That nice. was my first big booking. Like, and I remember being like, oh my God, like, bro, like I haven't performed in like a hot minute. Like, you know, and she was like, well, I made a promise to you that I wanted to book you and I'm booking you and I'll never forget that. And I always have, I, I have an appreciation for her because she is someone who is like, if she sees like someone and she's like, oh, like you're funny, you're talented, you have a thing. I'm going to put you in a show. Like, you know, because there are so many people you meet who will be like, oh, I know about you, but I didn't want to reach out this, that, and the third to see what you do, which I get. But Teresa has been like day one supporting, like supportive of me boots. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll zoom past other people because I, like, again, I, I, I'm long-winded when I talk. So, you know, (laughs) Sure, it's been like about like half an hour at this point of me just talking about this question. Um, huge also shout out to the In Living Color um, group collective. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, they're going to see this and DM me. Because <laughs> um, June, Juniper and Junior have always treated me lovely. You know, um, they've always supported me like, you know, seeing me, you know, even when it's like the open sets, like, yeah, it's like, oh my God, like always like giving me advice. Like they booked me for, um, their pride show last, uh, this past, this past June. Um, and then when they were first, you know, when they first bought back in living color, they booked me to be stage kitten too. And I was like, oh my God, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like people like that who like, like, cause first of all, they, 
the, you want to talk about like community divas, like those are community divas, like leaders, like those are the people who are actually like, I see you, I'm going to make a space for you to feel safe and we're gonna have a great time. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I literally like, those are good people. Um, and then I also have to give, because, okay, so I'm a little bit of context. So pandemic happened, wasn't doing it right. So then last August, um, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and like, actually like hit the ground running with this. So I started doing, mm-hmm. um, so I have to give a huge, I, I, I can't even like, so I feel like that, even though like I had started technically three years ago, I didn't start like doing drag, like actually going for it, doing it like, you know, until a year ago. And mm-hmm. I a huge thank you to Madeline Hatter because she, what she did with Mad Mondays was so important because it was like, this is the stage for you to perform. And even if, right. you know, you suck up a bit or, or if you're new or, you know, this and the third, I'm going to make sure that you're going to feel loved. You are going to get any advice that you may need or want. And I want to make sure that everyone here is going to treat you respectful. This is not a competition. This, you know, people are not, you know, this is not a place for people to joke around about you. Like this is space for you. This is practice. This is like, and like literally from like the first time I did it, she was extremely lovely to me. She was giving me like, like advice to be like, Hey, like, you know, do this next time or do that. Like, I see it though. I see it for you. Um, so Madeline Hatter, literally love you, girl. Um, also she's great, you know, blue, boyish, like mm-hmm. you know, rain sometimes, you know, the divas who like she, she'd have she has right. kids run, you know, behind, you know, the booth and everything. Supportive boots, good people, great people. I love that. Um, oh my god, if I'm forgetting anyone, I'm gonna scream. But I think oh you 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 I mean they know. They all know. My, we, we, there are other people we'll talk about a little later, and I'm sure they helped you out in your journey. But you have such a huge presence on social media between your hilarious tweets, your viral TikToks, and your collaboration with Grinder. Tell us why you've hit the jackpot and how you've been able to crack the social media code. Honestly, I, I think it's just because I, I don't know if this is going to make sense. I don't approach my social media like this is a drag artist social media. Right. I feel like I'm very, it's like one part just off the bat random shit. Right. It's so random. And I feel like what the things that I do, people who aren't even in nightlife will see and be like, that's funny. Do you know what I mean? I think, I don't want to just, you know, I don't want to say this about myself, but I think I'm like, generally funny like not absolutely you're hilarious not just like you know you know like oh my god like you know drag hubert no like i think i think that's the i think that's the zhuzh of it and i think because like um i don't know everything i feel like you know nothing is really planned out with me like that like not very often like like with my tiktok for example that was the thing that really that is what jump started a lot of things for me right most of the time so basically like when I was like first like using TikTok and everything and like, you know, using it after the gigs and whatever, um, I just, I would make a video here and there not to be like, I'm going to become a TikToker, 
but like it was just like I think it was my drag mother who told me this and if it wasn't oops um (laughs) it's like don't waste the mug right don't waste the mug like every time you put a put your mug on that's an investment so I was like okay I came out here this open set to perform walked around met people you know um the seventh third you know since I'm still in the makeup might as well take some you know might as well take a video or something you know yeah and like whenever I take like a TikTok, I was usually just drunk. I was like, this would be funny. You know, <laughs> or like I'd see something and be like, what the fuck? Hold on. Let me be uh let me be drunk and silly. And I honestly like my TikTok st- like it picked up because like I was fully giving like reactionary account. Sure. Yeah, I would see some and I had I kind of had I had to like slow down on that. I was like, let me not be that girl who's like just waits you know what I mean to like see something and be like well now I have an opinion right I, I'm like trying not to be like that person like oh my god like because that's a little embarrassing oh I was like that. okay um and so I was just you know I was just doing like so then like the, the videos were like blowing up here and there and it's funny because my two videos that went like the most viral was the was the Joe Biden one mm-hmm. which right drunk film when I tell you filmed last minute like I was with um, I was with I'm Baby. Shout out to I'm Baby. Literally love them. And um, we were like outside, like like kiki, like laughing, like enjoying the night. You know what I mean? I, you know, I did my number. We were we were both like outside, ready to go home. And babies, I was like, oh, let me take. I saw like that TikTok, and I was like, oh my god, like this is so, this is so weird. I was like, hold on. I was like, hold on. I'm gonna stitch this. I'm gonna say something silly. Like and. It was, and then it was literally like, I'm baby's Uber was literally like right next to us. And I was like, I have to get in the car. Like he's going to leave without me. And I was like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I was like, hold this flashlight. Wait, I, wait, 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 hold on. And then I just like recorded myself saying that. N- didn't think about it before. <laughs> Nothing. Like I was just like, and then I posted it. I just like literally like it filmed. I just clicked post. And I was like, all right, good night. I'll see you. I'll see you when I see you. Love you. You know, didn't think much of it. Woke up and it like, when I woke up that morning, it had 40,000 likes Incredible. and it reached about, I think, 110,000 likes. And I was like, well, okay. I was, uh, Cause I, in my, <laughs> this is my one moment. Let me enjoy it. You know? Um, and then the grinder video, the grinder video. Oh my God. Again, I was, I'll tell, honestly, I'll tell you to you about that. I was at the Rosemont mm-hmm. and this was, because I was there, this is during Bitch Fest. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is because I won the comedy challenge. And what used to happen is when you won your week, you got a paid booking with Sava. Right. So that was my paid booking. And so I was at Rosemont. And I think we were waiting for shows to start. And I was already, I had been sipping some frozen marks okay and like and I was already like also I was also I also got high like I like I think like I smoked weed after the bill beforehand because I went to three dollar bill before that to see iodine perform and then we both went to you know Rosemont for my gig so I'm outside and I was like and I was like outside I was outside with Rory do you know Captain Monster Rory Punk I don't Uh, lovely love that diva um has um amazing person 
uh, and Klondike, mm-hmm. I believe Yaya. And I was like, I was like, Klondike, wait, hold your flashlight up. Hold on. Rory, put your flashlight up soon. Hold on. Made that video. Literally shot, like, you know, it took, you know, the video is like five seconds. Like literally. Sure. Like, yeah. You know, I'm not feeling this one. And then just hit post and put my phone back in my bag. And then think anything of it. And then that, honestly, that is the video that really like picked up my social media because that video, because of that video, Grinder reached out to me and they're like, you're very funny. Can you make us videos for pride? And I was like, absolutely. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, But I feel like my social media, I think that's the thing though. Like, I think because like, I'm not running my account, like a drag account. Like, I feel like, it, like, if I, if I wasn't a drag queen, right? And let's say I was just, like, if I was just some random person's account, it'd be like, this person's a little unhinged. But <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and I lived for it, you know? Um, yeah, but- there, there are a lot of people who just take the time to curate, and, and you can tell who's curating. And I don't know, sometimes I prefer an account that's just raw and natural. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. See, and thank you. Thank you. Cause I feel like with drag, a lot of people like personally, I love people who are just like, who are like, I'm not talking about like, like if I'm talking to another performer and I'm just like, this person is just this person. Yeah. I'm not talking to the character right now. Right. I've I've met people and like bigger drag names where, where like I've been introduced and they and they speak to me as as the as the character and i'm like well now we're both uncomfortable aren't we <laughs> yeah um, and i think that's that's because i don't know i don't know what it is like maybe that's maybe it's because like of how drag used to be maybe that's that one. i i think so i think drag has definitely evolved in a way where drag was a person putting on a costume to perform and then when they got out of the costume it was a different person and and that was it and because of drag race when we're blending the worlds of this is the person and the performer and and you get to see them coexist on screen i think that's why um i guess the new generation we'll call it really is able to blend the two worlds and and you can talk to the drag artist and know it's the actual person there exactly exactly like i think because of like where drag is now for all of us like you know and also just i don't know like i just you know my account is my account like i i would feel weird like like if i posted like a photo myself like in like a you know and i was like well okay girlies you know let's kitty cat that house okay i'm (laughs) Also, said that for me I am being held hostage that, <laughs> that is my distress signal okay if I start posting like uh a previous generation of drag queen I am in distress okay like now we know <laughs> <laughs> so this year was a really big year for you let's talk about your experience at Bushwick oh what was it God. like being able to be on that stage with so many titans of drag I I was so happy, honestly. I I'm gonna be completely honest with you. What I never I don't like to expect that I'll get anything. Do you know sure. what I mean? That's what leads you to disappointment. 
you know, you can put it out there and you can hope, but I'm not going to say I expect it, you know? Um, but when I got Bushwick, I, I think that was, it was just such a moment for me. I was yeah, like, it's like oh. a rite of passage almost. Like, you know, because so many people apply, I don't, oh my God, not me to put it in that, in that way, but it's like, you know, I heard about how many people applied and like how they even, I believe this year they had, there was even just a smaller lineup in general. Like right. they didn't have performers for timing reasons. And like knowing that I got it was, I honestly, I, I was very happy. I, I felt really, it was like a, like a, you know, like a yes moment, yeah. like, you know, I, I loved it. I, I had such an amazing time. I think for Bushwick, that was the first time. And, Cause like with my a little side note, like with my drag, like I don't, I'm not really a competition person. Sure. I'll do it. But like, I like, I don't need to do them at this moment. Mm-hmm. And um, the competition space can be really, can be really fun because like I've done competitions where I'm like oh my god like oh my god I love these divas you know and then like sometimes you meet people in competitions that you're like well let's just finish the night you know yeah Um, so like when I did Bushwick I think it was the most prep I'd ever put into anything you know I I had my circle of people like I was like oh my god like I had my friends Athena my my diva my girl persephone okay um i had my drag sister audra and i had my 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 diva as these are all my divas i'm like i'm trying to figure out like how to like emphasize mm-hmm. each of them but like and my and my, my and my diva luna labeja and you know because we except for audra audra and i met when my drag mother is like hey like I'm adopting another daughter. And then like, we met through that way and like, love that, love her to bits, like literally adore her with, with, when it comes to like myself with like Luna, Athena and Persephone, we were all going to like the open sets together. So like, it'd be like, oh, like Audra's my drag sister. But when I see those girls, I'm like, those are my sisters. Do you know what I mean? It's like same generation. Um, but yeah, like I, I was like, I, 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 I had the backup dance for me. We had like, I had, I made, I had like three rehearsals, you know, I, I, um, literally went to like a dance space and like, you know, did all the, you know, like, you know, cause you know, when you see like the girls and like, they'll have the video of them or like a photo of them, like on their Instagram story, like, you know, at rehearsal, like in the dance studio, I was in that <laughs> family for a minute, like yeah. I was there with the girls, like. Um, I had my, you know, I like hand dyed these like space suits for them. Um, I had 10 yards make me the look custom, which shout out to 10 yards, literally amazing. Not a lot of designers who, you know, are down to dress plus size divas will say that. Absolutely. Not going to name names in New York city. Exactly. Cause my God, you're going to take down the neighborhood. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, honestly like I was prepping for Bushwick like a pageant like I was trying to win something which you know I mean you only, the only thing you can get at Bushwick is Miss Bushwick or Mix I believe the title's Mix Mix or Miss Mix but we'll say Mix Bushwick the only thing you can get is Mix Bushwick and 
I'm like, well, I'm not in the running for that. I mean, my God, you know? Um, but I just wanted to like leave such a good impression. I was like, I'm going to be on this, uh, this big stage. I'm like, oh my God. Like I had, oh my God. And I had, um, Eddie Crash, um, make the visuals mm -hmm. for my, my mix, which that was a big thing too. Cause, uh, my Bushwick number was among us, the video, the, you know, the, the game, mm -hmm. Yep. you know, that was like, oh my God, I was on that game so much during lockdown. <laughs> Like I would be the divas that I knew together. Like some would be drag divas. Some would be like, you know, the regular everyday people that I knew. Like it'd be the most random group call. <laughs> yeah. Among us. And like, I just remember like being like, when I can do this and like when I can perform and set there, I am doing something among us. Like that, I just, you know, I just love that game. And then so like, you know, when I got the group, I was like, oh my God, I'm doing Among Us. I was like, because it's going to be so campy. It's going to be so, so, and I, I feel like most of the people are going to like have like a throwback and not a throwback because my God, it only been like what, a year, year and a half. Sure. Um, like a, a nostalgia moment. Like, oh my God, you know? I wish we, oh my God, I loved it. And it was fun, like, you know, walking around, you know, being like, okay, like every, because like, when you're, you, you know this, when you work in nightlife, you don't see everybody like ever nope it's always but then when you don't show up they start bitching at you i'm like what do you want me to do bitch okay listen like it's either you're booked together you like each other enough to hang out after this or you know you happen to run into each other so like bushwig is like you know for the people who buy tickets and just like nightlife it's like oh my god bushwig for us it's yeah. like oh my god it's like the it's a reunion know, a company retreat yeah you know it's, it's it's the closest we can get to White Lotus for all of us. Now, you, you, you said you can't necessarily win much out of Bushwick, but you can win admiration from your peers. And you kind of got some admiration from your peers as you were nominated for a couple of Glam Awards this year. What I, is it like to get this recognition? Honestly, it gags me. Um, I, because like when the, when the Glam Awards thing came out, I was like, oh my God, like, okay like Manhattan you know rise okay um and you know I know that you know I don't want to got Jesus if I use the word historically but you know the glam awards is like mostly you know Manhattan yes it's mostly Manhattan and like so you know I like randomly put out there I was just like let's just see I was like, you know, cause it was like, I was talking to like before they announced anything before, like they announced when it was, or like, you know, when, you know, when the account was just silent. Right. So, I remember I was talking, to, I was with, I was with like the girl, I think, I think I was, I was with Boyish. I was with, um, I blew, I think Roque and Rain. I forgot where we were. And I remember like, like Glam Awards came up and Boyish was like, honestly, and looked at me, was like, honestly, like I could see you getting nominated for Breakthrough Artists. And I was like, and I was like, to be honest, I don't know if I will. I was like, I don't think I will. You know, I was like, I don't perform in Manhattan often. Um, I literally reside in Brooklyn. I was like, but I appreciate you saying that. You know what I mean? Um, so when the things came out, I was like, you know what, I'll put like a little thing. Cause to me, it's like, you know, you get nominated for an award. 
you know what? Thank you. If you don't, there are literally worse things in life. Do you know what I mean? Literally. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me that because I have sometimes that's a reminder. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, like full tea. Like there are like so many like things in life where it's like, okay, like I get it. And you know, I get it. Like when you work hard for something like that and like um not getting that recognition. I understand that. I understand being mm-hmm. like, upset by that. But me like realistically I was not I wasn't like you know I everything I was doing this year I wasn't doing to be like oh I'm gonna get a glam award nomination out of this I was just enjoying the bookings enjoying being you know when I say a faux influencer my love (laughs) I was just you know I was just living it living laugh loving and um so like and I put out there like you know for your consideration I just I figured I was like, you know, breakthrough. And then I like that day, I like looked through like, what are the categories? It's like, you know right. what? I'm a new performer. Um, so when I got them, I was gagged. I was, I was really gagged, you know, like I, you know, it's funny because, um, so Hanukkah Lewinsky and I, we are nominated for the same categories mm-hmm. and we, we were literally on the phone like that day, like, oh my God. Cause like the day we got the, 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 cause I think the best comedy was the day beforehand when they announced that. And I remember being like, we were like, oh my God, girl, we got, we got best comedy. It's like, oh my God. Like that's like, I was like, oh my God. Like that's, that's crazy. Like, yeah. Cause it's like, cause it, cause you know, with all that being said, it still is like the nightlife award, the, like the award show for nightlife. Right. There's nothing. I don't think there's anything like it. Like, even in other places to the level that it is in Manhattan or in in the city. My God, I sound yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, like that's so slay, like best comedy performer. Like honestly, like I, I was really happy. I was like, oh my God, like because it, you know, it it is nice to be like, wow, like people really liked what I what I do. Like I, you know, and so then the next day when I got breakthrough artists, I think that one that one made me really happy. I'll be very, I'll be completely honest with you. That one, I, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, I really wasn't expecting to get it. And Absolutely. I was just yeah, like, I mean, I think with what was so exciting, because when I saw your name, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. There are a lot of people in your generation of drag that have started who could fit the bill of breakthrough artists. And, and I think to be able to be in that, what is it? 10, 8, 10 amount of um, performers in that category. Like that says a lot. Like it, 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 it means a lot to get out of, of the house, be on stage and make people not only appreciate what you do, but say, hey, your drag is not only valid, it's worthy of an award. Oh, it's, it's just so nice. Like I'll be so yeah. honest, it's, it's lovely to be, you know, and especially because like, I, I was like, listen, like I am mostly focused in one borough. Like I perform yeah. in one borough. I go out to Queens more than I go to Manhattan to perform, you know, to a story. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. so like with that and then still, you know, still be nominated. That was really crazy to me. Like, you know, yeah. I talked yeah, to- it's, it's a, it's a fun system. I mean, I'm nominated twice again this year. It's my 10th overall. I've still never won. Um, for me, I know I have my own 
problems with it because both my categories are in the people's choice. So I don't have any shot when I'm up against, you know, real girls, because all you do is send it to your friends or, uh, or Monet and Lady Bunny put out a tweet and it's over. Um, so for me, the validation comes when I get the nomination, because that's done through the our peer group. But one day, maybe I'll break through and get a win, but we'll see one day. You will. Let's let's you have to manifest it. You have to this manifest. year I'm going and I'm gonna look cute. I have a fun velvet blazer. I'm gonna stone it and I'm just gonna get drunk. Oh my god, same. I'm um uh, so you've been to the Glamour Awards before, right? Oh, I sure have. You've been a featured guest throughout the city, as well as having some upcoming hosting gigs. Let's start with your show, Miss Ma'am. Yes, yes, Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am. Um so I got chosen to be the queen of the month of December at Good Judy's um, or Good Judy. My good. I always say good. See, I, you know, because, you know, whenever you think of like, you know, it's like, oh, like the Judy's. Good Judy's. Know, yeah. Yeah. The bar is Good Judy. And I always say Good Judy's. And like, I always have to catch myself, you know, I know no one cares, but right. like <laughs> what if one day Eric just walks up, uh, that's who's a co-owner of the bar. Uh, and it's just like, Judy. <laughs> no, there goes my job. No. Um, but I'm at Good Judy this whole month for every Friday. Um, which is lovely because it's December. I get five weeks instead of four. Amazing. And I'm super excited about that. Um, it's really fun. Honestly, like I feel like I've been really the thing I've been focusing on right now is like doing more hosting stuff. Cause I I gen I really like it. I wanna be the best that I can at it for myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I think like doing a number, like give it, you know what I mean? But hosting, oh baby, that's a skill set. I mean, that's why why I tell people, I think New York drag is far superior than anywhere else in the country, because not only do the drag artists have to perform, They got to host it. They got to talk on the mic for at least an hour to two hours, maybe three hours. Other cities, you do a number, you collect your tips and you walk home. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like it, there's so much drag in New York City that like you have to be able to like, you have to be able to entertain. In multiple, Absolutely. You know. Now you will also be hosting a drag race viewing party for season 15. What will your viewing party be like that will set it apart from all the other viewing parties that are inevitably going to be popping up in New York? So it's both myself and my my diva, my girl, Roque. And we'll be- Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you know this is the part, this is the viewing to be at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to be at Good Judy's. Um, Good Judy. Oh, you see? I didn't <laughs> you caught yourself, though. You got it. You got it rolls off the tongue like i honestly next time this friday when i go i'm just gonna slap an s next to the you're just manifesting that there's they're gonna open up more um bars like it's a chain like good judy point two exactly you know know, good judy and then in parentheses michelle you know exactly so (laughs) so it's gonna be us i'm really excited for it like um also okay like i actually really am because I'm actually really, I like, I'm, I'm not me saying actually to be shady. No, but I'm, I'm really excited for this new season. 
Now, without revealing any spoilers, because I don't know what you know, I don't, you don't know what I know, but who are you excited to see on this upcoming season? I am really excited. Well, uh, listen, we can't start the list without Sasha Colby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Legend. The the legend, baby. She won Miss Continental. Mm-hmm. Like, like, ooh, like I'm excited because you know she really is every like your favorite drag queen's favorite drag queen, and. Oh my god! I I was like front row at Bushwig when she performed. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that woman! She she this the stage calls to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are certain people you watch perform. You're like, oh my god, this is for you. Like, and she is just so immaculate. Um, so I'm so obviously Sasha Colby. Um, I'm really excited to see Lux mm-hmm. on the um she you know her and i are like we're, we're so you know we, we 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 kiki on social media so like i'm really excited to like because like that's the thing too like i think this is the first time that i'm watching drag race and i'm like oh my god like i know these like i know these people yeah. i mean i have three people who have been on the podcast before who are on the show so i'm super excited okay okay listen like it, it's the, that, that like, that's like the other thing like so I'm really excited to see Lux um I'm excited to see Jax on the show absolutely my baby story of representation um I love my story of divas and I've seen Jax perform and I'm like oh we're about to get a show you know what I mean like, absolutely the world has no idea what they're gonna get um God, wait, who else who else who else who else um i'm excited to see this isn't me being shady either oh my god no you're not shady at all no absolutely not because you know um okay sasha i'm excited to see princess poppy um oh boy i don't think anyone's prepared for what's going to come out of that bitch's mouth i love that stupid whore Oh my god, we've never met, but we're mutuals. Um, I I've known her since very very early on in her drag career. The first like drag event that I hosted or and or produced, she was one of my three hosts. So I've I've known her since she was a fun one. Oh my god, well, she excited. didn't block her brows and use her natural brow. <laughs> oh, she wait, she uses her natural brow. She used to. Oh, she no longer. She now. She, she goes a little above the forehead. Listen, I love these women. It's great. So I can't even. Okay. I, I also her. have to shout out Marsha, 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 because again, she's been on the podcast and lovely, yeah. lovely, lovely yeah. girl. Oh my god, I'm like, I'm like thinking in my mind, like who was on this season? Um, shout out to Marsha. There's a lot. I, There's sixteen of them. I know. Um, I've never met Marsha. Um, but I've heard from, um, Hanukkah Lewinsky. Who, that's my girl, Shadza Hanukkah Lewinsky. Literally adore her. That's one of like mm-hmm. my favorite people in this city. Cause she Me too. She is she can entertain you. She's real. And she's not out to get divas. Like she's there to make sure everyone's good time. But um, I've heard that she's extru- an extremely lovely person from Hanukkah. So if Hanukkah's telling me that you're a lovely person, you know what? Yes, I am rooting for you. Okay, Marsha, when you watch this fun season and the bob and you know, sunglasses and a mask. I am rooting for you. Okay. 
we're going to play a game. It's called this or that. I'm going to give you two things and you have to pick the one you prefer. You ready? Day or night? Day. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Movie at home or movie in theaters? Movie in theaters. Popcorn or candy? Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to go with popcorn. Bus or subway? Subway. Grinder or Tinder? Well, obviously, I have to say grinder. My God. <laughs> there it is. Um, Brooklyn or Queens? <laughs> Silly. Um, I don't even know what Tinder is. That doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn or Queens? Can I ask a question with that? Sure. Do you mean for drag or in general? Just in general. Queens. Countess Luann or Bethany Frankel? Countess Luann. Sonia Morgan or Ramona Singer? Sonia Morgan. Randy Glanville or Kyle Richards? Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to be so real with you. They, they're, they're, both, they're both, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's, it's you know, that is a choice. Because, you know, one plays the victim, one is not a victim. <laughs> right. Um, I feel like Randy because... Okay, even though, like, I, you know, shout out to Leanne Rhymes, like, I love her music. But <laughs> when she calls her in her book, like, a country music star, but spelled it C-U-N-T. <laughs> so good. So good. Lisa Vanderpump or Lisa Rana? Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, my God. Of course, I'm choosing the girl with, with fucking more money. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> um... She had a pony in the backyard. Girl, like... <laughs> Pearl or X? Pearl. Midsummer or heredity? Hereditary. Oh, hereditary. Hereditary, hereditary. Ladybird or everything everywhere all at once? Everything everywhere all at once. Cybermen or Daleks? Okay. Okay, now that's a good one. Okay, because the Cybermen, I love. Okay, because I'm a Doctor Who fan. Thank mm-hmm. you. So am I. So am I. Okay, like I, I, no, like, like, ooh, we can have a whole conversation. But now here's the thing: the Cyber. Oh, we will have a conversation because you're going to be coming back on the podcast when I do my Doctor Who content. Uh, absolutely, with a different Bob on. <laughs> I. Um, okay, here's the breakdown, right? Because the Cybermen, like their story to me is more interesting because yes. they're they're made from people that like, you know, and like, especially that, remember that episode where the guy was like, oh, like he thought like he had like was in the next life, but he was in like that digital thing. Mm-hmm. the cyber, Like, you know, like I think that story is more interesting, but the, but the Daleks, those divas, Oh my God, you need to, they're all like, like if you're having dinner, set a place for them. Cause no matter what, mm-hmm. they don't they're going to show up. They're, they're always back. They're all, like, honestly, I think it has to be because of the resilience. It has to be the Daleks. Yeah. Amy Pond or Clara Oswald? 
Hmm. Let me think about this one. Hmm. What if I said Clara Oswald? Ooh. I'm here for it. I love her. She's good. Rose Tyler or Donna Noble? <gasps> I know, right? I'm going to say Rose. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay, all right. Um, let's see how you answer this one. Matt Smith's doctor or David Tennant's doctor? Matt Smith's doctor. Ooh, oh, we're going to have so much fun when we talk Doctor Who on the podcast because I am the David Tennant stan. So nope. excited he's back. I'm so excited. Okay, listen, I, I, I enjoyed all the doctors. It's great. Um, I don't know if you saw what I did for Halloween, but I did my own take on um, our thir- the 13th Doctor. I did my um, um, cool little 13th Doctor get up for Halloween. It was really, it was fun. It was fun to be Jodie oh. Whittaker. Oh my God, no. I, I want to, I actually want to, because I want to get into producing mm-hmm. and I want to pull a Doctor Who show. I'm here for it. Let me know what we, we can make happen. I like, I'm trying to like, even though this is about to be publicly podcasted, um, if you like Doctor Who, you can let me know, okay? Absolutely. Uh, listen, it's been on my dream list too. So we'll, we'll, we'll chat. We'll make it happen. Like, now, yeah, sorry, when it comes to music mm-hmm. and you're performing, what is your signature number? And how did it become your signature number? Oh my God. My signature is not even a song. <laughs> it's not even a song. My number is, um, it's a YouTube video by Cole Escola called Love Him. Mom Commercial. And I learned it for Bitch Fest because <laughs> I thought it would be really funny to do. But after I learned it, it, it's like, I don't know, like, it's just, I'm like, I just know that like, mostly at any venue, I can pull that out. It's so funny. And it will just, it will, it will get what needs to be done. Like, oh my God, I did it in Philly. And, you know, cause shout out to Philadelphia. I love, I love my, my Philly divas. Um, I really enjoy the Philly drag scene. I, I like, I've been like popping in there randomly for like, for the past few months. Um, but I remember I, I did it. And um, cause it's, you know, cause no spoken word drag is very niche. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And so I did the mom commercial and I just, and I love doing it for new audiences because I love watching people <laughs> follow the story. Like they'll be like, what did she just say? And, and then like, I'll do the whole thing. And then I remember when I finished doing it, um, Miss Icon Ebony Fierce, love her. Icon, if you hear this, I literally adore you. She, she's the one who booked me. And she was like, she just goes like, oh my God, <laughs> like, was that it? Like, is it just so good work? And I was like, yeah. It's so good. It's so classic. Um, no, I just, oh, no, that's that, like, that's my signature number is doing that fucking, it's just so campy. I love, I love, <laughs> I love. Drag roulettes are staples at drag shows. Um, what songs or artists do you wish people would stop requesting? Okay. I wish let's see stop requesting um i would i i hate when people request extreme like 
I, it, this is crazy for me to say, but if you're requesting something extremely niche because you want to see his performance, not knowing the words, you oh, you're, you're evil. You're evil. Like I had someone request at like my last roulette, do a Bjork song that isn't it's oh so quiet. And I was like, oh my God, you evil witch. Well, um, if you need a backup for Bjork, um, Space Intruders, go listen to Space Intruders. It's bonkers. Listen, I, I need to get it. I should get into Bjork. I perform in Brooklyn. I really- <laughs> they, they would eat it up. Absolutely. She's just so interesting. But like, I don't have, I just, I have not taken the time to be like, now why is she so interesting? Do you know what right. I mean? Um, oh, okay. Something. Stop asking the Caucasian girls, oh, to perform Renaissance. See, yeah, absolutely. Because it's going to be awkward for everyone. And, you know, um, like, listen, I like a few weeks ago, no, like two months ago, or like around when Renaissance came out and everyone's performing Alien Superstar. Mm-hmm. You know? I would see from multiple people from different cities in their Twitter circles being like, not this white girl performing Alien Superstar. Like I literally tweeted like, y'all need to stop performing this. You're getting eaten up in the circles. Like literally. Dessert. We're going to play another game. It's called the Cameo Game Show. If you're not familiar with the website Cameo, you can book a celebrity to record a message for you or a loved one for a small price. But each celebrity has a different cost. In this game, you have to guess who costs more. Oh, we're I, gonna play the, I the am drag ready. edition. Okay, what do we got? First up, Eva Destruction or Victoria Elizabeth Black? Victoria. It's actually Eva at $50. Victoria is $40. Hey. Erica Clash or Yovska? Yovska. It's actually Erica by five dollars. Erica's thirty. Yoska's twenty-five. That extra week helped her out. Uh, <laughs> you're silly for that. Uh, <laughs> Bitter Betty or Ursula Major? Bitter Betty. It's actually Ursula sixty-five. Bitter Betty at fifty. Next is Louisiana Purchase or Felony Dodger. I know I've been getting all of them wrong, but in my soul, like it has to be like Louisiana. It's correct. Uh, Louisiana is 50. Felony is 25. Next up, Vander Von Odd or Land Insider. Oh my God. Okay. I want to say it's Landon because I don't see Vander making videos like that. All hail the king. Land Insider 65. Vander Von Odd 60. Crystal Method or Jan Sport? Oh, wait, no. Hold on. No. I say Crystal Method. That's correct. 150 for Crystal Method, 100 for Jan. Aiden Zane or Dusty Ray Bottoms? Aiden Zane. Yep. $50 for Aiden, 45 for Dusty. Tammy Brown or Delta Work? Now this is where we're this is where we're getting into it. You know what? Especially with very Delta, it has to be Delta work. I, it it is Delta. She's at seventy five. Tammy is at sixty. Thor G Thor or Tina Burner? Thor 
okay that's a tough one because i feel like i feel like thorgy does not do cameos like that do you know what i mean but mm-hmm. i feel like so i think it's tina it's actually thorgy at 54 dollars. tina burner at 50 now we have joey j or orion story joey j yep 40 for joey 25 for orion Rock'em Sakura or Kahana Montrese? I want to say Rock'em because she's on social media more. That's correct. She's 30. Kahana's 25. Scarlet Envy or Jasmine Kennedy? Jasmine Kennedy. It's actually Scarlet at 100. Jasmine is at 75. Harry Colby or Jiggly Caliente? Harry Colby. That's correct. 77 for Carrie, 75 for Jiggly. Selena Estides or Robin Fierce? Oh my God, these are the new girls. That's her new girls. Well, because she performs in New York City, I'm going to say Robin Fierce. It's not. It's actually Selena at 50. Robin is at 35. Now, this one, I'm going to ask you to give me the number. How much can you get a Candy Muse cameo for? Nothing less than 100, I assume. she said i am not going to say happy birthday to your fucking friend unless you give me 999 dollars have people been paying 999 i hope so that would be really fab that's a serve i'm here for it i spent a thousand dollars on and then it's just like a five second video of candy news going well happy birthday (laughs) right i kind (laughs) of love it is nightlife competitive Yes. Well, it depends where you do nightlife and like what you do in nightlife because, you know, there's more to nightlife than drag. Sure. There, you know, there's the go-go's, the, you know, the burlesque, my, my burlesque divas, there's like the promoters, there's like the, you know, all, there's so many things. And I don't know why I said there's so many things and then I don't know how to list them, but, uh, Nightlife is competitive in general. You know what I mean? Because there are so few places for it, especially queer nightlife. Right. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. We keep watching drag become a political target from attacks from the morality police. And when it comes to kids attacking, attending drag shows or even drag story hours to literal attacks on bars that are supposed to be our safe spaces. What is it about drag that's scaring the right and how can we squash those fears i honestly what's scaring the in my opinion is the fact that drag is is like the whole purpose of it is like it's like a freeing thing like mm-hmm. in this moment you can do what you want you know you can express yourself and the thing about the right and like conservative conservatives is like their whole thing is that like there needs to be set standards in place for everything. Right. You're doing drag and you're like, well, actually like, no, like, like you, you don't get to like telling, doing, you know, basically being like, well, I'm not going to do that. Like you can't control me. It's like, that's what upsets them. Like it's, it's, it's not like, it's not about morality. Let's be completely honest. Like the amount of scandals that come out from the same people, you know, mm-hmm. well, you have, you know, 
two kids by two different, you know, mistresses in the span of a year. Um, I, I think, I think, you know, you don't think that's immoral. I agree. I agree. A lot of hypocrisy out there. A lot of, it's a lot of hypocrisy. Um, and then I think that it's just easier to, uh, I think that using the angle of like shows for kids is just easy for them because they can just use their old language of grooming and this and the third mm-hmm. stuff because their whole thing is like, well, you know, like if you want to do that, like, you know, they don't want you to be educated on, or they don't want you to know about the existence of LGBTQ people, you right. know, because they think that like, okay, like if we don't even tell you that these people exist, by the time you grow up, you're not going to want to be a part of it because right. you're going to, it's just a, a trend or it's, it's, it's not something that's secure and to stay, which it is. Um, Absolutely. To change it, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to be so honest with you. I, I, it's- Neither do I, and that's okay. And I don't. I think not a lot of us do know how to change it because there's a lot of factors that go into it. And but there are the people out there who are doing the good work. Um, and I'm grateful for them. So am I. What makes New York Nightlife special? There's nothing like it. There's nothing like, because it's because it, it because it's nightlife in New York. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know people are like oh you know you could say like I'm a New York performer you don't even know what what part of New York you're going to be performing in yeah because like we have like two separate like or I guess three like we have separate drag scenes in the same city yeah divided by literal like (laughs) water you know what I mean like (laughs) um, and the city does end of city does not sleep are because something I learned we're one of the only cities that's 24 hour public transportation it's amazing right (laughs) there's a word for it um (laughs) but it's available you know what i mean it's there and because we're all together you know we don't deal with at the same level as most of the other country the world of like you know conservative stuff because we're all stuck we're all of us are out here even if you're not working nightlife going to work hustling minding our business like it is the place because in new york drag can be a career without being on television it's true we're gonna play our favorite game it's called tea time where you're gonna get to spill some tea on some of your favorite friends siblings um co-stars people you've done competitions with people you love people you hate i don't know we're gonna find out are you ready okay all right let's talk about mother Teresa. love her adore her um i honestly i really do adore her and um it's because she something you learn night because you know what there are di- and there's different nightlifes in this city like mo- what you know mostly there is a difference between brooklyn and manhattan nightlife mm-hmm. you know i mean and mother Teresa, you know is brooklyn nightlife like she i don't there's just like it's like camp and editorial like it's the fact that like she 
will come out in like a 30 inch like pressed human unit you know what I mean mm-hmm. like this can't be I don't she doesn't do her mug like this anymore but this is like this was like like this was like when Teresa had like that really stamped mug like this like orangey like contour that was like soft and cute but still defined sure like you know a breastplate on lingerie the pads and then like literally like um and then a pair of sneakers mm-hmm. and it was, it was just so, it was just so cunt like you know what I mean like she's just it's just like she I, I adore her like she she makes she makes space for people she um and her perspective on nightlife is what I really enjoy because yeah. it's not just all right girls you know get the double stack on get the camp on remember when you go out there remember to say that you're a man in a wig you know right. it's you know, she, I, I, I thoroughly enjoy her perspective on drag. Next up, La Zavaleta. Oh my God, La Zavaleta. Hello. I, I hope you hear this at some point. Um, I adore her. I honestly, like, we, she really is out here for the community, like with Bitch Fest, right? Like, it's literally the point of the competition is to grow as an artist. Like no one gets eliminated. She's like, I want you to come back every week. And I want you to try these challenges you've never done before to test your limits. Like maybe, cause it's like, you know, maybe you're, you're in a rut or like maybe you're trying to rebrand or maybe you're just trying to discover something new about yourself. Like that space is for that, you know? And then like, she, listen, Zavaleta, it's Zavaleta. Okay. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just have to match her energy. And I don't I mean, I don't mean that in like, she's going to always be like, duh, 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 duh. but like, I, like I, she is, she is a lovely person. Like mm-hmm. she is, she's very lovely. She, you know, isn't like, I don't, there's like nothing. I don't, I don't feel like anything maniacal about her. You know, there are people I've met who, are all hugs and kisses but I'm like I wouldn't trust you I wouldn't yeah. I you don't want to be I don't want to I don't you know th- there's you're you're moving swiftly around people with her you, she's up front that's why right she, she's authentically her listen you know she's gonna be blunt and that's that's the tea of it she's gonna be blunt but I really appreciate her because we literally like when I did her competition it was because we were at Metro and we were both at a drag and like we did the drinking game together. And she like said to me, like she like looked at me and she was like, we had never really spoken before that. And this is like after Dragula. And like, you know, like I think like, mm-hmm. like when she like was first starting Bitch Fest, uh, uh, back up again after the pandemic. And, you know, she looked at me and she's just and she um she's like, I'm a fan, by the way. And I thought she was trolling me. And I was like, <laughs> all right girl let's let, let's see who wins this um and then she won the drinking game and then <laughs> she like comes up to me and she goes like I want to give you the drink and I was like oh my god like that's so sweet and we sat at the bar and we talked for like 10 minutes and you know I was just talking to her like like this you know like oh how's your day girl like oh my god you know blah blah blah, blah. like you know what's new with you even though we, we literally you know didn't know each other like that and yeah. then that conversation 
she's like, honestly, I want you in my competition. Do you want to do bitch fest? And I was like, absolutely. Like she like, awesome. like lovely person. She's blunt, but she's not, she's not negative. Like she's blunt. I mean, sometimes, you know, some when people are blunt, like it comes off like, oh, but she, as a person, like she's not going to go out of her way to say or do things that will bring you down. Yep. Next up, DeVoe Monique. Oh my God, DeVoe. Uh, hello, DeVoe. I, you know what? I adore DeVoe. I, because there have been multiple times where like DeVoe has been, has given me lovely advice. Um, She's always treated me right. She's never been funny with me. Do you know what I mean? Because there are people mm-hmm. who will be, they'll be, they'll be funny. And she, like, she's always been extremely sweet to me. And every time I see her, I know I, I'm going to have a conversation with a person. I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, hey, girl blah 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 no like it's gonna be like so what did you do today bitch like you, yeah you know, it was a target okay you know like, <laughs> um lovely lovely human being lovely lovely person like and i'll just i appreciate her and and zava and, and mother Teresa. so the list is pretty good so and far the, and the, yeah so far so good let's see uh glam nominee venicava oh my god vena honestly i feel like especially in the past few months I feel like I've gotten to like really connect with Venna. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, I don't think we like, we, we never really talked much. Like, but she's, she is ex- like, and I'm probably going to say this for a lot. I mean, I don't know who's on this list, but extremely lovely. Like, yeah. you, like literally like last night, like I saw her and I was like, oh my God, girl, like, how are you? She, she, she's, there, she's there, like standing in her fur coat, like, oh, bro. <laughs> like you know and that's correct and that's correct like she's she's very chill yes we like that's good people like if i see vinikrava i i'm saying hello like i enjoy mm-hmm. her. absolutely persephone oh that's my girl no that's my girl that's she oh She's one of like my people in my life, you know? Yeah. Um, and that she is in my life. Like I literally adore her. Like when I call her like my sister, like that's my sister. Like yeah. she's my girl. Like she, you don't meet many people like her where they're upfront, they're lovely, they're considerate. And they look they're look they are looking for your best interests like yeah she is such an amazing person and has taught me so much and like her friendship is something that like is like one of the blessings of my life do you know what I mean amazing she's one of those people that like I could be having a terrible day and she'd be like come over and she'll smoke me up and not about smoking me up, Jesus. But like, <laughs> tell me about it. Like, let it all out. Like, what's going on? You know, and she picks up on those things. And she is just such an amazing person. Like, and so talented. And like, I just, like, whether I'm watching her perform or like, I get to kiki with her after the gig, that is my girl. That is my sister. 
I love her. Let's see if there's a copy or paste or got something else for Athena. Oh, we're about to have the same conversation. Um, <laughs> I really adore and love Athena. Um, because we met, we didn't meet at Mad Mondays. Um, we met when I did straight to DVD. Uh, we were booked together. And I remember meeting her and being like, you know, oh my God, you know, she's very lovely. And but then you watch her perform. And let me tell you something. Keep your eye on her for the for this year, 2022. Mm-hmm. Because she she's coming and she's she's already here. Yeah. And that girl wants it. And she's a lovely human being. And she is one of my dear friends. And she's an amazing person and she's talented. Mm-hmm. When I say talented, like when when I know she's about to perform, I'm going to sit and watch. Like I love that. She's wait, I'm telling you, I love her. I adore her. And she's she's coming. She's coming for y'all. I'm telling you that right now. Listen, watch out for her because she's 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 stamping the scene and this time next year it's going to be you it's going to be I mean you should probably interview her sooner but it's going to be her doing interviews like this talking about her nominations we'll say I'm that. here for it all right next up is someone you played the uh the drag race Candyland game with it's Dot DeVille oh my god I love Dot okay Dot is so fab because we met through Instagram mm-hmm. she follows me she she found me on TikTok and I don't okay so like full tea I don't really go on TikTok that often like that like mm-hmm. I'm like scrolling like bored but like I don't use it like sure often um but she found my TikTok and then she followed my Instagram too and then she DM'd me and I was like oh my god like hi girl like and we hit it off like so well that like I I believe it was like within the first like few days of like meeting each other through social media we randomly like met up during the day and we went to I think Buffalo Wild Wings oh I love that oh my god I'm here for that that's that's a fun friend date I think it was that and then yeah I think no I think it might have been Applebee's like we were like let's do something very loving a a fun chain and she she's she's extremely lovely um like Dot has always has always been a lovely person to me. Has I've never like been in her presence and been like, she's trying to shade me. She's trying to stand the third. Like, genuinely lovely person. I adore her. Next up, Hanukkah Lewinsky. Ah, my my glam twin, glam twin. Um, I adore Hanukkah a lot. Like, because we didn't meet like you know as babies like hustling and bustling mm-hmm. you know we met as like two queens on the scene and from the moment we met like she was just lovely lovely human being she's considerate she is going to make sure that you know everyone's comfortable she's funny like and she's like socially aware it's not a lot of people that's that's the truth 
So Monica, when you, you know what? I'm just going to assume Monica, when you listen to this, love you, bitch. Okay. <laughs> Next we have Amanda Pork. Oh my God, Amanda. Okay. Slay, slay, slay. Um, I really adore Amanda. We, um, it's crazy. Cause like we like knew each other through Acacia mm-hmm. and then when I was like, okay, Acacia, like when I went, like, I was like, oh, okay, sure. Like, I'll help you with your drag con booth. Like, you know, an excuse to leave the city, you know, um, Amanda and I got a hotel together, you know, so it'd be cheaper. And we didn't even know each other like that really. But the three days, I believe four, mm-hmm. four nights, maybe that we spent like th- those days we spent together were amazing. She's, she's extremely lovely. I had a great time. Like when I see her now, like, I'm like, oh my God, like Amanda, like, very lovely human being a hard worker absolutely talented. i'm i'm gonna be so like okay the thing when i when i interact with people i feel like i i don't i i don't know maybe like the way i interact with people is different too than like what people usually do in the drag community because i i just i say like like i just like say like the most random shit like as if i'm talking to a friend like we were right. at drag and amanda had her you know because she you know she won um missed america mm-hmm I was like, bitch, let me put on the sash. And she did. She let me put on a sash for an hour. And I was walking around. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I, what was it? Less than an hour. Less than, but still, she, she like fully let me put it on. And That's I'm like, amazing. Okay, Lanza, like, do you see the vision? Do you see? <laughs> then I saw Carson Cressy. I was like, let me take this off because he's good. Because, you know, he's the one. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah. All right, next up. He will know. He'll be like, I didn't, I didn't give you shit. And be like, it's me, Amanda. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Next up, we got Frida Kulo. Uh, adore Frida. Frida is one, you know, she's one of the girls. Like, she has always been extremely lovely to me. I really love her interactions. Um, she's she's fab. She's lovely. Like, she had me for her. Um, I'm trying even before that, I'm like trying to think, like, when did we meet? I think we met in Astoria, of course. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it's like maybe like Albatross or like Icon, but she's every time I see her, I'm like, oh my god, Frida. Like she's just she's an easygoing girl. She's lovely. She's a hard worker. Like, and I've never felt uncomfortable when I'm around her. Like, even when I was doing the driver's beauty party, like I was sitting, I don't, I don't like drink often. Mm-hmm honest like when i do like i only do like a glass of wine like i'm gonna have a glass of wine with a straw in my hand i'm not having i'm you know the the vodka i I was sitting there with a whiskey sour watching Mm. dragons you believe this oh (laughs) okay very very lovely human being very lovely person like frida adore you okay (laughs) Next up, it's that hot mess, Zalika Parsons. I am a Zalika Parsons fan. Okay. There is, she, okay. I don't know, like, for me with drag, like, I love a good look. But more than anything, I love to be entertained. Mm-hmm. And Zalika, from the moment I met her, she was cracking me up. Like, it. she just, like, because she's just so like, she's just so real. Like she'll just like we we met at Bitch Fest. Like mm-hmm. she's like, oh, I already took my edibles. So let's see where the night goes. I'm like, <laughs> like you are 
like and we every time I see her I'm like oh my god like I adore her she's she's always been so lovely to me she cracks me up like like okay like for example right if you go to her Instagram yes I'm telling you this if you go to her Instagram and you go to like the video section where the reels are I think it should still be up there is a clip of her performing at our month's finale right mm-hmm. and when I tell you I go back to that clip religiously because it, she's performing Barbie girl and she's doing a whole like arm thing and then she put her hand out to get tipped from someone and the person looked at her and didn't tip her so she like turned oh boy. Like, like a robot like like in shock and then she just drops and does a dip and it's the funniest thing like it is and then you and then like in the background um do you know sterling oh of course i know sterling you just you can you can hear sterling's laughs <laughs> and it just that's amazing like, i wonder if we go find this no i'm so i will literally dm it to you when this is over please do it's so serious like i i'm gonna dm this to you like immediately next up show pony oh my god i love him show pony is my my bitch fest twinner we were the first twinners um maybe ever i don't know i don't know what bitch fest was like before the pandemic but um that is that is that is a friend that is amazing I adore who you know I'm in awe of like he is such a hard worker such an amazing person like and like one of the things I'm most thankful for from doing fish fest was our friendship because like we went into it and we were like okay like you know what's it gonna be like you know blah 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 and like from the from the jump like we were just keying and laughing with each other and like we it was just like uh, it was like oh my god like and even to this day like you know we text and dm and like we hang out like it's awesome i I adore him like show pony like when you listen to this because you will okay um i adore you and like finally we have iodine quartz mother legend like literally everything i I just, there's so many levels to it because I, I adore her. I look up to her. I am in awe of her. Mm-hmm. She, there's just, you don't meet people like her often in life. Not even nightlife, like in life. Yeah. And she, she changed my life. I would not be on this podcast sitting here. I would not have my glam nomination. I would not be doing, I would not be in nightlife like this if it wasn't for her. That's amazing. Her always encouraging me, helping me with things, like teaching me stuff, you know, like she, you know, giving me advice on any and everything, you know, making sure, you know, I'm good mentally, like, she is just, I can't even describe it, like, her role in my life. Like, I am literally, like, I will always be grateful for her because she, she's my family. She's my friend. She's, she's everything. Like, she saw something in me that I didn't see. 
and now here I am. You know? We love having special people in our lives. You don't meet many people like that who be like, I see this for you and I want to help you with this. Um, And I'm just in awe of her. Her talent is so beyond what I've seen in this city. I'm going to be completely frank with you. Like what she can do, like if you give her a theme, you give her the center, what she, the look she's making, the way she's going to perform. You know, I don't know many people who could do a duck walk in an eight inch sandal. No, I don't, I don't know many people either. Exactly. With a human hair bob on, dressed as a pumpkin. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay. Like, I adore I her. I look for it. That's mother. <laughs> if you had to pick a character for Snatch Game, who would it be? Lena Dunham. Oh, okay. I'm here for that. I love that. Um, you can definitely make Lena Dunham filthy. I don't know how much bleeping MTV will do, but you can definitely make her filthy. Oh, baby, it's not even about being filthy. Lena, Lena Dunham is a character. Yeah. Like, I and like, you know, this isn't to be shady because she's a real person i'm not like a lena dunham fan but her shenanigans (laughs) it it gives very character like someone wrote her right like when she made that whole thing about how at the met gala um i forget who he was but that um that athlete didn't say hello to her and she wrote a whole thing about it like that is so ridiculous yes yes and I would wear this bob to do it too. Hey, it works. It, it, I'm here for it. You have fallen down a rabbit hole on YouTube. What are you watching videos of? I'm either watching makeup videos, review videos, or actually, no. You know what I finally did? The other day, I was helping a friend um, style wigs, right? And I was like, you know, like, I don't know much, you know, let me catch up on something that like, I don't really know much about. I fucking pulled up the tries guide of the try guys apology video because I was like, I heard about this. What is this? I finally, yes, I finally learned everything about that. What is it? Months later, I'm sitting there styling hair, like snacking on something like he did what? Yeah. Hey. I I have Zalika Parsons to thank for all my Try Guys info because we talked about it on the podcast. Oh my God, what a mess. I, oh my God, no. It was just so like, it, it's so funny because to, to me, like I'm just like re-watching it like it's a show. Like, yeah. <laughs> when have we got caught cheating? Okay, next question. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I have a fan corner question for you. Oh God. They're probably, I'm, I'm sure some of them were hateful. <laughs> this hateful. is from Hunter Boone. Bunty of the year, question mark. Oh, God. Well, of course. <laughs> well, of course. For the listeners who don't know, doesn't know what that means, explain, please. Okay. So I'll give you a small rundown because I made a promise. We don't mean so the girls and I who were who were in who were like in Bunty Gate made a promise that like we would not do like a full full rundown until mm-hmm. all of us on something because it's so because it's honestly it is so such a silly thing that was originally like an inside joke between five people. Mm-hmm. But long story short. 
my my good friend diva um star drag star little piece from philadelphia made a tweet that was like you know don't fuck with the drag queen i, I believe this is the exact quote if i'm a bit off don't kill me um that's like don't fuck with drag queens who punt like oh pad like bunty from chicken run because they will get the last laugh like that's comedy that was one, yeah. like that was the funny his, the thing about peace that we really connect on we're both internet girlies yeah we're both internet girlies like we just a full t- I, honestly which i feel like because i forget that like i'm running like a drag account so like when i tweet things i tweet them like as a person like i have to stop tweeting about dragula so much <laughs> two people you know what i will say this because she won't care i had janelle number five come up to me and be like are you you're applying for dragula you're applying for dragula right and i was like oh my god no Oh my god, no! Like I, I'm just I enjoy it. Like you know what I mean. Um, but we're internet girlies, and so, like, you know, that was that that tweet, and that was a hit tweet. It had like, I think it has like over eight thousand likes. You know what I mean? So then, um, again, it's not like a very serious issue. Like for us, it was really funny. But so then, um, basically, Daisha Sky from RuPaul's Drag Race saw the tweet, screenshotted it, but cut out little didn't credit her like screenshotted it and then cut her handle out and reposted as if she had made it oh god and um i think it was gaining traction for her as well and then um like we were just on the phone she was like oh my god deja's guy stole my my tweet and we're like oh shit and then she like we were like we're like cracking up about it like because it's so, the most random thing. Yeah. And, um, but I will say it's not it, it's not good to steal people's tweets. Okay? No, it's not. Meme accounts like to do it, but don't like especially from you know local drag artists. Come on. Right. Um. So then it was like me and her, and then like I think. It was like Illyria, Everlasting in Philadelphia, Avery Goodname, and then Persephone. And we were on the phone. We're like cracking up about it. And then at some point, like Julie Tattoo was on the phone too. Shout out to Julie Tattoo. She's amazing. Um, from Philadelphia. And we just start tweeting. Like we would just start putting like, so then little piece tweets, hashtag Bunty Gate. Cause obviously, cause it's like, no one's going to understand what that means. Like sure. it was supposed to, like it was supposed to be like a silly, like, like sometimes, you know, it's like, what the hell is that exactly? You know? But it was so funny when she tweeted that, that we were all on the phone. Mind you, like, I was on an edible. I'll be uh, <laughs> I was on an edible, and I took another one while this was all happening. So if you're like, why are my tweets so outrageous? I don't even, baby, I was in the, I was a passenger princess for this. I, 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 you know what? I've learned from this podcast, if I want to start being funny, I need to, like, tweet and, and post while I'm on my edibles, which I do every night, so honestly draft them because <laughs> good okay that's the best advice i've gotten today thank you but so like it was just it was just like so we just start tweet and like we were, we were tweeting for each other like we're on the like a huge group call like with the five of us and we're just like tweeting at each other like random bunty gate things and i was like it was just for us and then like it caught on and then we got like when we had mojo carter shout out to mojo um on the call as well and then like because it's Twitter. I mean, this is like, I guess the first time I really like did this, had this firsthand happen. It, it picked up. 
Because mm-hmm. what is this? And then it just got into a thing. We, we had a Twitter space by the end of the night at three in the morning with like three of the drag, uh, not drag, the drag race Canada girls. Who mm-hmm. like we jumped on. Oh my God. Like Lux jumped on it too. She's like, what is this? And I was like, girl, get money. And <laughs> that's funny. It was funny because it was just, it was so, it was so funny. And um, yeah, that's Bunty Gate. Like it was just, it was just that. Like it was just us making like memes. Like, and okay, it's like for example, right? A little, a little level to it is that on little pieces Twitter, you know how like you have your at, mm-hmm. but then you can put like whatever name you want. Right, right. Right. So her name on there is Aubrey Grundle, which I believe is somehow a play on Drake's real name. Mm-hmm. And so we would tweet at random people, do you support Aubrey Brundle? Knowing damn well they don't know what the hell is going on. Like I tweeted at Marty Bull Cummings and I was like, Well, do you stay with Aubrey Brundle? Hashtag Buntygate. And she was like, Well, I don't know what that is, but if you're supporting you support it. And I'm like, Well, Marty, you know, get it together, Marty. By God, like you should, you should know this. Like, come on. And she just got invited to the White House, but didn't know what Buntygate was. Oh, interesting. Fascinating. No, let me know. But it's it's really just like a silly. It was like a silly moment. I love that. Hey, you know what? That's the fun part of Twitter and Twitter and social media, and have fun like that. So, I have. Oh, go ahead. Go on, please, please. I just talk. Well, I, I have a um, my previous guest asked my current guest a question, and this is a question from that gay ass bitch, Joey J. What is it like starting out as a baby queen in New York City and then making it to be a big name? Wait, Joey J from Drag Race? Uh-huh. Did, wait, okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Second question. Now, when, when you have your guests at guests ask this, do they know who the next guest is going to be? Or is it they, they don't, but I but I I did tell him that it was going to be a New York queen who um, everyone will know. Oh. Well, Joey J, thank you for understanding the assignment. Um, can you repeat the question? What is it like starting out as a baby queen in New York City and then making it to be a big name? Um, I will say that, like, I don't, I, I don't want to say I'm a big name yet. Um, I think that takes some more time. Like, if I mean, mm-hmm. um, but being a baby queen in New York is really it. There is no other experience like it. Right the the friendships you make because it's like when you're a baby queen in New York you're gonna meet so many other baby queens and other baby performers I should say um because you know I literally I'm performing Brooklyn like I was I was not dealing with just drag queens you know what I mean I was right I have drag siblings full tea like um it's just amazing because it's like it's like when you watch like one of those tv shows right and it's like you know, all these random people are trying to do the damn thing. And then it's like, you know, at the end of the day, they all, you know, all sit together and talk about like, you know, like, oh, like the, 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 the. like that would be like us at like Mad Mondays, like my Mad Mondays. Like there is a generation of drag performers that started at Mad Mondays that, you right. know, like it's like, and like we would, it was just, it was so lovely. Like we would go, because we, we would all show up at like, we'd, we'd be there every Monday. It'd be like, oh my God, how was your week? Or, oh my God, you're here this week too? Oh my, you know what I mean? We'd show up. We'd all, we'd all sit out there and watch each other perform. You know what I mean? 
and then we'd have a drink together or maybe have it, you know, smoke, you know, smoke a little, you know, something, not, not mm-hmm. but, you know, like have a joint together, like in the front or something. And then, you know, sometimes even like, you know, go to fucking, um, oh God, I said Kellogg diner, mm-hmm. you know, to really, you know, until the morning, like right. it's, it's something I know you probably can't experience in another city at that level. I agree. I think that, again, what makes nightlife special is just as dysfunctional as it can be is the community aspect of it. No, literally. Literally. Like, I, I've i made so many, like, connections and things like that. Like, yeah. it's fab. It's really fab being, because then, like, when you're a baby queen in the city, we full T if you know the right people and you're making the right moves you can shoot that career real quick like uh, mm-hmm. not like shoot yourself in the foot but like really get your career started it's true well now I have my current guest ask my next guest a question now you get to ask the question and it can be about anything you want okay this is what I want to ask You're on an island and you get one package. You could you could either get a McRib. Yes, yes. You either get a McRib or season one of Girls on DVD, no DVD player. What are you taking? Or what are you accepting? All right, all right. I'm here. I'm like, that's a fun question. Well, I love trying to expand the community of the Block Talk family. Who would you like to hear an interview with in the future? I want to see Adam Quartz. Mm-hmm. I would like to see Persephone. I would like to see Athena. I would like to see Show Pony. I would like to see, oh my God, so many fucking people. Um, and then here I am being like, who? <laughs> <laughs> in my in my fake era okay um <laughs> oh my god like madeline blue boyish rain roquet stassi any of those girls like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. just more let's brooklyn let's do it absolutely yeah i would love to see on this because great one bitch fest mm-hmm. um i would love to see i I mean, this isn't me just saying this, like I, I'm saying this in general, in like media, you know, in like whatever. But I want to see more interviews from like drag kings and drag things. Absolutely. I think I think it's I think, you know, I really want to. Like those are those are my siblings. Absolutely. 2023, now that I have some more ground time, we're gonna be back on my interview games. So don't you worry, we're gonna have some fun interviews coming. Oh my god. Oh. Little Piece, you need to interview, I know Little Piece isn't a New York diva, but. Absolutely, I mean, I will interview anyone who wants to come on and chat. Listen, I, I, I can sit here for hours and hours and listen to amazing people tell amazing stories. This is what I love about this podcast. Like, no, cause you're gonna, you're gonna have a great time with her. I'm here for it. Well, where can the listeners find you on social media and Venmo? Oh my, oh, ah, you're real for that. Um, you can find me literally, I'm, uh, everything is Miss Mamshi, M-I-S-S-M-A-A-M-S-H-E. Amazing. Well, 
it was an honor having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I, you know, I just, re- I'm, I'm going to be completely honest with you. It just registered for me. I had this whole thing on the whole time and I've been adjusting it. It's amazing. I love it. Like I've just been looking at myself like, yeah, that's what I look like. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Um, but you know what? It's good to have a little, uh, keep the fantasy alive, you could say. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I had a great time. This is really fab. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. That was a podcast. Let's take a photo for the gram for when I post it. Oh my God. Hold on. Let me hold this up. Oh, oh, let me find a good corner. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. As I sit here with my low ceiling. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, I don't know the timeline when I'm going to get this out because everything is going to be crazy soon when I get ready to go to London for DragCon. But uh, yeah, it's going to be it'll be out soon and I'll tag you and everything and yeah awesome well I have to run I have to go eat before I do another podcast tonight busy busy day well I'm I'm gonna gonna tell you something right now I woke up today and was running errands and I did not eat today and it just oh no so I'm gonna go make a delicious but thank you so much for having me on of course thank you and I will talk to you soon I'll talk to you soon. Have a good night. Bye.